0: i'm rolling one two here comes a nice slap okay and great boom you want to intro this bad boy yeah
1: okay jeremy this is the quick fix there's no real intro we just go right into it
0: yeah okay great well uh first off how are you feeling
1: Um, I'm good. I, I did find out today that, uh, they just told us they're cutting our salaries 20% at work, That sucks. it does suck. Um, but I'm grateful to still have a job. I'm still pretty busy, which I mean, I don't know. I, my hours are up, which I guess is good. Do you Uh, find it easier or hard way harder to work from home? Um, it's, I actually think it's kind of reinvigorated my focus a little bit oops sorry mm-hmm. um and it's kind of yeah it's kind of invigorating in a way but uh yeah i think it's i think it's good um try not to work too hard because i don't want to i don't want to run out of things just, to
0: do. just work 20 percent less hard
1: right exactly exactly and so.
0: it, it'll all even out exactly. um also you and i are about 48 hours into a fast
1: a We're 72 hour a, fast
0: yeah three day, 72 hour fast right now uh lee decided not to join us on this
1: no lee doesn't fast no he, he thinks doesn't it's he's not
0: uh we're uh <clears throat> yeah so we got one more day i'm feeling pretty good i had a good day uh up until maybe like an hour ago i started getting a little hungry
1: yeah
0: um so i i licked a bunch of salt
1: <laughs> that's good that's good
0: <laughs> and uh i feel better now um, but you know what? I, I'm starting to think I want to do this like once a quarter, like four times a year if I can.
1: A seven, like two every, hour one.
0: Yeah. Every three months.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe this will be such as people will enjoy t- us talking about this so much that they'll want us to do our own off, off shoot podcast about fasting. Yeah. Oh, just uh, about fasting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, <clears throat> I've been really enjoying it. It's been really, I told you yesterday, I think like for me, the hardest part is that is like that 20 right around 24 hours. Yeah. So like, that
0: was definitely it for me this time around too.
1: You eat dinner. You, we we stopped dinner Sunday night. And so mm-hmm. it's all good it, till about, you know, dinner the next day, but it actually wasn't that bad this time around. Um, even at that point. So I, it's been, it's been good.
0: Um, yeah. So hopefully right now, you know, our cells are uh, hitting autophagy. Yeah. Regenerating. Tell people what that means. Looking good. Uh, basically, it means that our, hopefully, the idea is that our cells are basically repairing all the damaged cells in the body, um, essentially eating them and uh, using that as fuel. Also, we're, you know, hopefully, ideally, burning a little fat as well. Right. But, but we're really not, cool. unlike unlike what Lee thought, we're not going to lose an extended Christian Bale amount of weight. Yeah, we thought we were going to look, like, look
1: like Matthew McConaughey on the uh, from, from that movie.
0: Post AIDS.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so you, I, I, I asked Lee this question. I, I do think of these uh, podcasts a little bit as like uh, kind of our our own little historical documents. You know, yeah, and we can go back and listen to them, and um, hopefully we will be able to look back somewhat fondly on this time period but um it'll be behind us how are you feeling about everything that's going on i know we talked a little bit about you uh you know obviously your movie wrapped a lot earlier than you expected and well
0: no that's the thing the movie didn't wrap a lot earlier the movie wrapped uh three day three shooting days early Mm. so it was like it just hit the end of it so i mean for that specific movie I don't know what they're going to do. They're holding sets and hoping they can come back the end of May. But the way things are going, I'd be very surprised if that happens. I think eventually they're just going to have to call it and then figure out what they have and if they can salvage it. Um,
1: Right. But what, and what I I was actually, somebody was asking me about your job the other day and I was telling mm -hmm. them, I I mean, I would assume that a a movie like that, which I think is you're working for Disney, right? They've got, They've got reshoot days built into the budget.
0: Um. Yes. And maybe yes, they always they just... pad it. Um. And they also have insurance days. So ultimately, you know, that's what this is. I don't know exactly how all that works. Um. It would just be it would just be a shame if it didn't come out, and not because. I think the movie's going to be particularly good or because I, ha- I-, I had a good time on it because I- it was certainly a difficult uh, a film as far as uh, the logistics and the production of it. Um, it was particularly tough, uh, especially for a lot of the locations people. But at the end of the day, we, f- we did it. So it would be a shame to waste all that and never sure. have some sort of final product. Uh, you, you know? And you
1: will think if, if, if there's only three days left, it's, it's, they've got to have a lot in the can.
0: Um, you would think, you'd think they'd figure out a way to get that. It's just, the problem is the, there were very big sets. There are fantastical sets. Um, mm. Like, and <laughs> that were left um, for filming. So that makes it more difficult to just up and, you know, rebuild that whole thing, but it's still less money to rebuild it and try to get it, get to shoot it. than than it would be to scrap the whole project. But you also got to think everybody's schedule is now all whacked off. I just said whacked off for some <laughs> reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and who knows if you can get those, a- those actors back, like what are they doing? And it's not just like, you know you're gonna have to open up the production office again you're gonna have to you know get po's again it's not you know there's gonna be weeks of prep and yeah. three days of shooting and then weeks of rap again so that's there's a lot to consider
1: right well but we did, we did get a question from the internet um really? and so why don't we just go into that because it's uh, from instagram actually uh, they want to know your thoughts on how current filming shutdowns will affect the industry, like on a long-term basis. So you kind of got into the short-term on your specific project. But yeah. <clears throat> well,
0: in the long-term basis, I think there will be a bit of a gap. Um, I don't know. You mean I in mean, your I, own work. No, no. Well, there's definitely a gap in my own work, but I mean, as far as like everybody um, being able to watch stuff. Uh, I don't think there's ever going to be a moment where we're, there's not going to be new content, but the content's not going to come out as uh, readily as it has been. Of course. Um, and that includes on-demand. It includes theatrical stuff. Um, I mean, the opposite side of that coin is that there's a lot of theatrical stuff that they're just holding on to until this is over. Um, and then they can kind of push others back. So there is a... a a uh, a bit of stuff, but there is, you know, going to be months of no no production. And my my biggest concern with this whole thing, on a personal level, isn't necessarily this break, uh, and it's not necessarily that productions will just cease to exist, or or, or that we're not going to have, um, or or there's going to be a time without uh, you know, entertainment. My, my biggest concern is that this is going to scare away the tax incentive because states Mm. are putting so much money into this right now, into fighting this pandemic that when it's all said and done and and the tax incentive runs out, are they going to be like, well, we just spent, you know, a half a billion dollars fighting this incentive. Are we going to give movie companies, uh, their percentage? Um, because it just may not be feasible at that point economically. It might not be a priority anymore economically. And, right. and what that does is, is put a lot of people out of jobs permanently, not just in the short term. How much is that in
1: Massachusetts?
0: It's 25% and it sunsets in uh, 2022. So no matter what happens up until 2022, we'll still, as long as, you know, we're safe to go and work, we'll work. But uh, after that, w- It has a lot. Before the pandemic, it had a lot of support, and I think we would have been able to um, extend it. But now, who knows? You know, I mean, states can't keep up with their budgets right now. I mean, they're all their extra money's gone.
1: Right. Right. well so but but so uh, for when you say 25 percent, that means if if they spent a trailer for the show you worked on defending jacob just came out Mm -hmm. if they spent Mm -hmm. 10 million dollars making an episode of defending jacob the massachusetts actually gives them 2.5 million dollars of that back or how does that work
0: um i don't think it's exactly like that um I don't know. I think that I'd like to get, I'd like to have the exact before I I go and and tell you, but I I think essentially, and we could do a whole other podcast on this or a quick fix on it if you want. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, essentially they do, I don't know if they write a check. Like, I don't know if it's like state of Massachusetts, you spent $10 million. Here's $2.5 million. If it works exactly like that, or if it's, um, a percentage of the taxes you're paying into certain things. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. So mm,
1: okay. Well, yeah, well, we can come back to that. That's a good idea. <clears throat> well, um, yeah. That that is that's interesting. I mean, obviously, it'll it'll go till 2022, so you'll at least have that. But um, do you think? And there and there's one in Oregon too, a tax incentive, and mm-hmm. it, it hasn't quite a, attracted the same. Businesses. I don't know what the, I didn't
0: look up what the Oregon tax incentive is. I could maybe do that quickly, but might have a cap. And a yeah. cap would a cap definitely um, holds tr- holds the productions
1: for back. whatever reason. It hasn't uh, it hasn't attracted a lot of big movies. It has attracted they, you know they shot one of those Disney Plus movies here too. I think the one with the polar bear. <laughs> um, but they shoot a lot of movie a lot of TV shows here. They they've shot a bunch of Netflix shows here. Um so there must be something lucrative about you know there about shooting here but I don't know.
0: So Oregon Production Investments Oregon offers uh qualifying film or television production a 20% cash rebate. So essentially they are writing a check wow. on production related goods and services paid to Oregon vendors and a 10% cash rebate on payroll wages. So yeah, I knew it was different when it came to payroll and stuff like that. Um and I don't know, it doesn't say if there's a, ca- if there's, yeah, there is a cap, annual cap 14 million. So that's why you're not getting big movies there. Right. Because right. anything over 14 million is not.
1: Right. Um. Do you, so I was giving some thought to you, you told us, uh, you've been talking a little bit about working on S- uh, Spencer Confidential. Mm. Um, and I was thinking like most of the movies and TV shows you've worked on are on streaming, right? I mean, there has late,
0: yeah, right? Yeah. Lately it's been a lot on streaming. Yeah. I mean, if new mutants ends up ever coming out, that'll right. be, um, in the theater. God,
1: that movie just has had the worst luck, huh? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. And hopefully we can ask the questions about it. Um, I guess I just mean like the the revenue sources for at least the most recent stuff you've worked on are Mm -hmm. still in place. I mean, presumably people are at least if keeping their subscriptions, if not more people are signing up for Disney plus and Netflix. Uh,
0: yeah, certainly because of this. Um, I, I'd be very curious to see what Disney Plus's numbers during this pandemic are.
1: And then they, uh, Netflix established, uh, I sent you that link that they established yeah. like a hundred million dollar fund for, yeah, I don't know exactly how that all works. Yeah. Well, hopefully some other people will mirror that and or you know, get the idea. Um, anyway, so, yeah. uh, what, what have you been watching in this time period?
0: Um, well, I, I, I like everyone else, uh, watch Tiger King. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean just so ridiculous i mean it's that that filmmaker just hit the jackpot um i don't yeah i mean just going through the memes of it just make me laugh i mean you couldn't make it up if there was if it was a fiction film people wouldn't believe it yeah did you like it you don't you don't sound like you were no no i liked
1: it. it i liked it a lot um it's funny how those things like Lee and I were talking a little bit about this on the last quick fix about how those things just sort of catch fire. And, you know, um,
0: yeah. The last time I can remember a documentary that did something similar was making a murder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Making a murder was really popular. Um, I, I think what's been good about this. I think it was partially inspired by this, but although it wasn't directly uh, a part of the just effing watch it is I, I've been trying to, I've been, I've been hoping, like I said, I haven't had like a tremendous amount of more, more time, you know, than I right. used to, but, um, I've been trying to watch some older movies and I, am hoping that Jeff, F, Just Steffing watch it will be a part of that. Um, yeah, so great. Katie and I watched, uh, strangers on a train Hitchcock, Hitchcock movie. Yeah. um, last weekend and you know it it was good i hadn't seen it she suggested we watch to catch a thief which i had actually just recently watched but maybe we'll check that out again and and i think i'm more a fan of those hitchcock movies that are those like the glossier ones like vertigo Mm -hmm. and uh rear window and um,
0: Vertigo's one i i want to revisit because i used to love that movie but lee recently watched it and, and said didn't it like doesn't it, right? hold
1: up so i'd be curious um and i guess with strangers on a train like i, I mean i liked it it was fine but it, it wasn't one of those movies that i mean there's all this stuff built in with uh there's there are things that kind of hold you back from liking those older movies like there's not they don't they don't quite have the same you know there's like a different style of acting there's a different style of shooting it feels older uh, which doesn't necessarily make it less approachable but um there's just certain things that you know you have to get used to and i didn't feel like the movie was compelling enough for me to sort of get over that hump of Uh age and uh so i think that's interesting i wonder like what at what point does it make it You know what do you at what at what point in the quality of the movie does it does it kind of become timeless and for me Strangers on a Train was not that way and not that it was like you felt the age of it or anything but it was just um, I don't know it was just wasn't great you know it was fine it was just
0: a fine movie and you also kind of gotta define everybody's idea of timeless is a little different you know yeah like is it timeless because you you can relate to the story now as opposed to them then or uh is it still timeless even though you might not be able to relate to it you put yourself in the position of people watching it back then and 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 get something out of it
1: yeah yeah i i I think that there are there are some cool um Hitchcock flourishes in it, but you know, I don't know. It's early. It's his. I guess it's in the middle. It's in the fifty-one. So yeah, his
0: early, early stuff. I he's he did a lot of stuff early on. Yeah, that I have not seen. Um, so it's definitely a blind spot for me. Early Hitchcock. Um,
1: have you watched any movies?
0: Uh, well, I've been trying to in between, uh, watch <laughs> Nolan movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. I, Why? Well, I, Cause the, the other problem is I don't have as much time as everyone else does too, because I have a three month old. Yeah. Um, that gives us a window of about 30 minutes to 40 minutes at a time when she's napping or when she's fine to be, you know, in her chair by herself to watch something. So, Yeah. um, it makes it a little bit more difficult. And obviously well, we have to watch our movie weekly, so I have to make sure I get that in. Right. And then I want to be at least up with the Nolan retrospective. So by the time we get to it, I'm ready. Yeah. Um, But we have been, you know, trying to, to get um some, some other random films in. Um, I randomly watched Almost Famous, and I know we're going to be doing that soon for our 2000s. Um, review. Yeah, but that was because my sister uh, hadn't seen it, and we were up in Vermont, and wanted to. I wanted to watch it with her. So
1: that's great. Good. Are we doing following? Is that part of the Nolan retrospective?
0: I mean, it's he directed it. Yeah.
1: Okay. All
0: right. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to start. I I start at the beginning and go through, which I haven't done with any of these retrospectives.
1: You oh sorry. like you're doing it chronologically. Yeah. Oh smart. Okay. Cool. All right. All right, well, that's it. That's good. This is good. We should keep doing this.
0: A little quick fixes. Check
1: checking in. Hopefully your new mic sounds good to the listeners. It sounds a little weird to me, but. Oh, boy. Does it? Oh will tap, tap it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, we'll see. If not, we can always switch it back. But that this is like the, the expensive mic.
1: Of yeah, well, the now two. it sounds great. I don't know what what you did. <laughs> I just hit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh all right well we'll see we'll do we're doing portraits of a lady on fire next and uh, i'm excited to watch that uh, I've, yeah. I've seen it i've seen it and it's uh gonna be a good podcast I'll just say all that. right all right awesome
2: hey guys it's tyson um i just finished your most recent quick fix and it was great i really um i can't tell you it's funny because you guys talked about it quite a bit or intended to talk about it but it is nice to uh have these sort of things to distract you as we're all sitting and and being quarantined and trying not to lose our minds. So I hope you guys keep them up. They're really, they're really a lot of fun and it's uh, a nice thing to take your mind off of everything that's going on. Um, A couple of points based on what you said. Um, I love the conversation about movie theaters, but I disagree with both of you guys. I, I, I think you can still, or maybe it was just Lee that said this, but I think you can still get that same degree of focus um that you can get in a movie theater if you want to get it at home. I mean, it's easy for me to say cuz I live in a place that has sort of forced me to develop that skill set because I had I, I can't go to the movie theater really. Movies come out like by the time they come out in our dinky little theater, you can get them VOD, but Um, You just have to be diligent. You know, you got to set your phone in your room and you got to turn your lights down and like create the atmosphere, get some snacks if that's what you're into. But you can do it if you want to do it. So I think you guys should sort that out because a lot of times it's a nice spot to enjoy a movie. Um, I also, over the quarantine period, I started revisiting some of the earlier Scorsese movies. And I just finished Goodfellas last night. And it's just amazing. I just can't even... I mean, I know how much you all love that movie, but it's so it's such an incredible and enjoyable movie. Every single time I watch it, I'm hooked in like from beginning to end. And I started it thinking, oh, I just want to watch the first part because it's a little bit more uplifting and you just like can't put it down. It's like a good book. You're just hooked in. So anyway, keep them coming, boys.
3: Hey guys, Brantley here. I just wanted to call in and comment uh, in regards to your most recent episode and specifically what um, like studios are doing uh, handling all of these uh, cinema closures. And I'm actually surprised because you guys brought up Universal specifically, but you didn't mention that starting today, Friday, March 20th, um, they actually have taken a bunch of their movies that had been in theaters like The Invisible Man, uh, The Hunt, and Emma and released them to Video On Demand. Um, Now, it's more expensive to rent them. It's like 20 bucks to rent any of them. But, you know, if you've got two people that are going to the theater, that's relatively comparable to what you'd be paying anyway. Um, So uh, I just thought that was kind of an interesting take that they're. Uh, essentially closing the window theatrically on some of these films and um, putting them specifically onto VOD in order to uh, recoup some of that money, um, and we'll see, I guess, how it goes and and how much the, um, they're able to to make going that route. But uh, and and also to see what the ramifications will be long term uh, if there's any pushback from from theaters. Um, but I thought that was kind of interesting.